everybody. I hope you had a uh, great, great, great Thanksgiving. I hope, um, you know, it's a little different this year with the pandemic, with COVID still uh, happening, the shutdown orders and whatnot. Uh, it probably looked a little different for you. You may not have been able to go to that family event and uh, be around all your loved ones like maybe you normally do. So it may have been a little different. I hope you were able to at least have a Thanksgiving dinner with all the trimmings and uh, be around at least someone that is special to you in your life. Me? Oh, me? What did I do? Um, laid in bed most of the day, finally drugged myself out and had a bologna sandwich. That was my Thanksgiving, along with a little pity party. Come on back and I'll tell you what happened. Hi, this is Brian Reynolds. You're listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast, brought to you, as always, by the fine folks of Appraiser eLearning. I'm glad you're here. I hope you're doing well. And yeah, that's that's what happened to me. Um, I rolled into a little bit of depression on Thanksgiving. And, you know, the, the thing is, the amazing thing is I knew I knew what was happening. I mean, I knew that I was kind of sinking down low and feeling sorry for myself. And I told myself, get up and and go hunting, you know, that's, that's something I enjoy doing. Go, go for a run or <laughs> maybe a walk right now. Uh, but I have the goal of getting back in and, and working out on a regular basis. I feel better about myself and can shed a few pounds. I, I need to do that. It's on my to-do list. Um, I anticipated kind of being a little blue on that day because I knew I, I was going to be alone. And, um, I thought, you know, maybe I ought to try and go find a church or a soup kitchen or something like that and and help others. Uh, I've done that in the past, and it's very rewarding. It, it's uh, it's great to to give back when you can, and, and I've done that in the past. Um, but I didn't. Um, you know, I woke up and just kind of blew and in a bad mood, and Julie was off saving lives somewhere in the country, and my kids went. Um, to their moms as, as, as they normally do on, on a holiday like that. And, um, you know, I couldn't go see my mom because of the fear of COVID and, you know, instead of getting up and being proactive and, and doing something or going to, to assist with a, with a food service or something, I just kind of fell into a little bit of depression and felt sorry for myself. And like I said, kind of had a, <laughs> kind of had that pity party. And actually I had, a couple, uh, Ray and Steph, um, had invited me over. Uh, Ray even texted me <laughs> later in the day and uh, and said, hey, we'll see you at 4 o'clock. He, you know, he said, I know you have no friends and you're not with your family. You're all alone. So I feel obligated to invite you over. And, and you know, I should have went over there. I would have had, had a great time if I went over there. But but I sunk down, man. I was I was feeling it. I was I was kind of blue and like I said, feeling sorry for myself. And this is my own fault because I knew what to do. I knew sometimes we know what to do, but you know, forcing yourself to take that step and 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 doing it is sometimes hard. You know, it's easier to just kind of lay around and feel sorry for yourself. And um, and that's what I did. So shame on me. Um, I just want to take this opportunity to, to not get you to feel sorry for me, but to just have a conversation about this, because I'll tell you what finally snapped me out of it. 
And uh, thank goodness, you know, it just, just lasted for part of the day, not even the whole day. I finally, you know, finally got up and, and got to moving. And um, it, it was late today, I'll be honest with you. But I finally got up and got moving, and I came out of the office. And, uh, and I worked. Uh, and a lot of appraisers probably worked on Thanksgiving. Uh, everybody's real busy right now. But I didn't come in really to work to be productive and get stuff done. I came in to, to kind of get my mind off things, to be honest with you. Uh, there's a saying that says what you focus on tends to expand. So if you're focusing on, oh, being blue and sad and all that, it's going to expand. It's going to be kind of like a snowball picking up momentum and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So shift that focus. And, and I did, fortunately, that afternoon. I came into the office. I spent about five hours in the office that afternoon, late afternoon, and I worked on into the evening a little bit and, and then went back home and, and felt better. And, uh, you know, the next day what I did, I got up early and and forced myself up i'm like i'm not doing this again and um and i took the dog i've got a great big german shepherd full full blood german shepherd named bella she's wonderful and um got up and i got out on the green belt and took her for a nice brisk walk in the brisk weather because it's it's cooled off here in kentucky i don't know where you're at and how it is in your neck of the woods, but uh, it's definitely cooler here. And uh, took her for a walk and uh, and had a great time. It wasn't a long walk. It didn't take a long time. But got out, took her for a walk. And she obviously loved it. Uh, brought her back and um, said, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the woods. That's that's one thing I like to do is go sit in the woods, whether I shoot shoot a deer or, or, or just sit there. Um, it's it's great therapy for me. It's relaxing. You're in what I call God's country. You see all the little animals and hear all the noises, and you know it's just a for me. It's a it's a great therapy. So uh, so I got got out in the woods and uh, and did a little hunting. And you know I, I was able to reflect and and and, and spend a, a moment by myself, still all alone, but having a great time. And uh, so you know I, I've got a lot to be thankful for. My God, are you so earlier this year, I was, <laughs> I was in the hospital. I got COVID. I was not in great shape. So I'm very blessed to be here. I'm thankful to be here. And, you know, let me pause. Um, Thanksgiving morning, that, that did help a little bit. Uh, and I'm going to close uh, at the end of this by saying, for you to consider doing this, reaching out to people once in a while, just checking on, checking on people, right? And saying hello. Uh, but I got a I got a text from uh, I'll just say Carol. She's a realtor here in my town. And I'm going to read it to you. She sent this to me, and this is probably what the start was to make my day uh, a little bit better. She uh, she sent me a text and on Thanksgiving Day. It said, "Happy Thanksgiving. So grateful that are that you are here." And man, that was that was awesome. I, and I, I responded, thank you very much, Carol. Your text made my day. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family was my response to her. So just, just that little brief text message, she said, you know, I'm thankful that you're here. I'm grateful that you're here. Man, that, that, that did make my day. That made me feel a lot better. And so the next day, Friday, made me really think about that and think, you know, Brian, quit quit being dumb. You know, I've got, I'm very blessed. I'm very fortunate. My kids are doing great. Um, 
I'm for the most part doing great, I think, health wise. Had a scare. My mom uh, is going to turn 84 in just a couple of days, and she's doing great. Uh, everything's great. I'm, you know, I have nothing to be sad and depressed about. We live in, in the greatest country on the planet, and we're, we're, we, you know, if you've got a, a roof over your head and food in your belly and around people you love, then you're blessed as well. You know, it reminded me of a little thing that happened to me many years ago. I was in uh, Costa Rica. And I was not there vacationing, unfortunately. We did get to have, uh, we went to the rainforest and, and did the zip line thing, which was pretty incredible because historically I've been scared of heights. And as I get older, you, you normally get wiser when you get older. And I get, I don't know, I get more daring. So, you know, we did, we did the zip line thing and it was very cool. But I went there with my daughter, my oldest daughter, uh, this several years ago. She was on a dance team and they got invited to Costa Rica to, participate in a dance competition very cool and um we weren't at you know the glamorous resort or anything like that in fact when we came out of the uh, hotel and got in you know we got in buses and they drove us around a, a lot of the houses that we saw had razor wire around the front yard and a couple of yards you'd see big guys holding guns and you know like where in the world they bring us right but um anyway um, on the evening of the performance where they performed, they did great. And it ran very, very late. It kept going on into the wee hours of the evening. And, uh, and they did great. They got uh, third place, a bunch of, bunch of little high school kids got, you know, third, third place. And they were competing with performers from all over the world and, and college kids and everything else. So they did great. Well, after it was over, they were going to have a little celebration and a party. And I did not want to stay with that. And one of the other dads, uh, chaperones, he was ready to go back to the hotel too. And we had a casino in our hotel, so we could go back and, you know, roll the dice if we wanted to. Um, and we did. He and I decided to, to leave. And so um, we in a, in a taxi and we're driving back to our hotel casino. And guys, it, it was about midnight. I mean, at this point, it was... I was ready for bed, you know, it was midnight and, uh, and we're going back and this guy stopped in an intersection and I noticed there was a young boy standing on the corner trying to, you know, I mean, he was wanting donations and, um, I said, Hey, I rolled my window down and said, Hey, come here. And uh, the little kid came over and he had these little stickers and he was, he was trying to sell them. And I just reached down in my front pocket and pulled out whatever I had. I had some, um, I had some American money. And I had some change and I had some of the Costa Rican money that I had actually transferred over. So, and yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how much it was. You know, I didn't have a ton of money in my front pocket, but I had, I had some and some of it was American money and some of it was Costa Rican. And I grabbed everything, even the change. And I just handed it to him. And this little boy lit up. I mean, he just couldn't, you know, and he, he tried to hand me the little SpongeBob thing. And, and I'm like, no, 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 you keep that. You just keep that. And, uh, and I could tell the gratitude that this, this young boy had. I mean, he was elated. And as we drove off, the cab driver started. And of course, I couldn't understand a word he said. But he was going on and on and on. And I told the other dad, I wonder what he's saying. He's like, I don't know, but I think he likes you now. <laughs> so we get back, we get back to the hotel. And as we, as we arrived, the, uh, the, one of the hotel staff 
members came out to open the door for us and the, the cabbie got out and I was really talking to it. And the hotel guy said, Oh yeah, you got a big fan here. He, he said, you donated some money to the young, young kid out there in the middle of the street. I said, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I saw him there and uh, I just reached in and, and gave him, gave him, you know, a little bit of money that was in my, in my pocket. No big deal. And he said, uh, he said, well, sir, you, you don't understand what you've done here. He said, uh, I want to make it very clear to you that, that this young man was not, you know, standing out on a corner at midnight asking for people to give him money so that he could go buy a bicycle. Uh, this, this young boy was standing there, you know, wanting donations to help try and get some food for his family so they could eat. And, um, and that kind of put things in perspective for me. Right. And, um, and the rest of the trip, everything was more, more vivid to me, you know, we're in a third world country. We're driving by and we see these little shacks that look like they're about to fall over. And, and this is where families live. Right. So it reminded me of that. And it reminded me of just how lucky we are and how spoiled we are and how we take things for granted. And so I just wanted, uh, you know, a couple of things to, to talk about uh, today in this podcast about this. There are a lot of people suffering from depression. And while I just had a half a day of it, you know, feeling sorry for myself, I think we all get blue at times and sad and things like that. But the, imagine if you can't shake that feeling, right? Imagine if that's the majority of your time you spend thinking that way. So I want to encourage all the listeners to reach out to people, check on people, make sure everyone's doing okay. I had a really good friend. I'm just going to call him John Z. Um, he died from depression and I kicked myself all the time to, that I didn't go check on him more and I didn't call him more. And I didn't, I did call him. I did visit him. And luckily I was, uh, you know, when he was in the hospital passing away, I, I got to, I got to go in there. And of course we didn't know he was dying, but I got to go in there and, and hold his hand, tell him I loved him and, and, and that type of thing. But, um, but uh, it breaks my heart that, that, you know, he, he died from depression. He really did. And so uh, if there's someone you know or someone you suspect, especially during this pandemic, guys, uh, we've, we've all been stay-at-home orders and can't go to a restaurant. We've got that going on again where they closed all the restaurants down again. Um, people are suffering out there. So please check on, uh, on your friends, your family, your loved ones, and maybe just acquaintances that, that you know, uh, my brother's got a guy and he's like, he, he's got depression. I said, well, did you invite him over? Did you, well, he doesn't want to come over for the pandemic. Well, maybe y'all could just sit out on the patio. I was like, I'm telling you, Todd, check on your friend, check on your friend. Um, so just real quickly, if you find yourself in uh, in a situation, one thing I'm going to recommend that you do is every morning when you wake up or at least tomorrow, do it once. When you wake up and you get up in the morning, make your bed. I mean, the first thing if you do make your bed, one thing is you're less apt to crawl back into bed if you just made it. And also it gives you a sense of accomplishment. You've already started your day off being productive and getting something done. And you go in there and you see your nice made bed and you're going to feel good about it. You know, what did I do on the second day? I made myself get up. I walked the dog. I felt great. I did something I enjoyed doing. I got in the woods, right? Saturday, I went back in the woods and I shot a deer, 
right? And uh, and and really had a great day. And then Sunday, uh, we did we did get kind of a Thanksgiving meal on Sunday. Uh, took took some of that over to my mom, and uh, and uh, ended up ended up being really really good. But um, Mark Twain once said, "Eat that frog." You know, if you ever heard the saying, uh, if you're a procrastinator, we all, especially appraisers, we've got that one assignment. <laughs> I'll get to that late. I'll get to that tomorrow. You know, it's a complex property. There's no comps. I'll get to that tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and goes. And, oh, well, I had to check my email. And I had revision requests. I'll get, you know, today's Friday. I'll get to it Monday, right? And and before long, it's it's, you know, growing dust on it and mold on it. I had a mentor once tell me uh, when I was just starting out doing commercial work, he'd say, Brian, don't make a career out of this one assignment. You know, you're making, you're making a career out of this one assignment. So it's okay to procrastinate. I call it procrastination on purpose, but choose what you want to procrastinate. You know, we're all very busy people. We got lots to do. Uh, maybe some of the things that are minor that are not as important, you procrastinate those. But as Mark Twain said, eat that frog. If you eat the biggest, ugliest frog first thing in the morning, then you can rest assured the rest of your day is all downhill from there, right? You're going to be more productive that way. If you're feeling uh, sad, if you're feeling blue, some recommendations are go get a hug from someone that you love, right? Uh, go get a hug from anybody for crying out loud. Uh, aromatherapy is a suggestion. Maybe you dabble in some artwork. These are just things that you can try. Exercise is an excellent thing. You know, you go sweat on a treadmill for a little bit. You're going to feel good about it. And for me, at least when I, when I get in that time mind frame and I start working out, uh, I tend to automatically eat better. You know, that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, learn a new language. That's something I've been thinking about doing. Even if I just learn two or three words a week for crying out loud, you know, times are going to go by whether you do something or whether you do nothing. Why don't you learn something new? Anyway, that's my, uh, that's my podcast for this week. I wanted to um, tell you my little story and how I snapped out of it. And just an encouragement, if you know of anybody feeling blue, if you know of anybody that's a little sad, and, and again, that can be very easily happening right now with the pandemic, please reach out to uh, your friends and families and loved ones. And if anyone's listening, if this is you and you've, you've gotten really depressed and you're down blue and you just can't seem to snap out of it, call somebody. In fact, I'm going to, my, my number is 270-929-3088. I need to quit doing this. But if you find yourself in that situation and you feel like you're all alone and you have no one to talk to, call me. And I'm nobody. I'm certainly no therapist, but I'm, I'm happy to lend an ear. So 270-929-3088, that is my direct cell phone. I've had it a long time. Uh, call me. And I certainly don't have any answers, but I'll listen and uh, I'm willing to talk to you. Uh, I'm going to put some numbers up on the screen as well when you, um, when you hear this. Um, there are some folks out there. There are numbers that you can call for assistance. So if you're in that situation or become in that situation, please reach out. If you know someone else that's in that situation, please reach out to them and encourage them 
to reach out to someone that can uh, maybe make a big difference in their lives, right? We all have lots to be thankful for. And, um, and I, I would really hate for someone to, to get down low in that level of depression that they, they feel that there's no way out. Because there's always, there's always an answer. There's always a way out. And there's always a way to improve, right? So until next time, you've been listening to the appraisal update. I am uh, Brian Reynolds, your host. I hope you have a great week. And uh, I'm excited about next week's podcast. I'll give you a, a little primo real quick. Uh, I had a gentleman on the um, podcast show uh, probably about a month or so ago. He was uh, impacted by the hurricane down in Louisiana. Kevin Melton is his name. Shout out to Kevin. I hope you're doing well. I think their area got hit again with another hurricane. And uh, I told him I was going to investigate and see if there was anything I could do. Didn't know that there was anything I could do. But we found an answer. And so next week's podcast, we'll talk about the appraiser relief fund. I'm super excited about it. We've already gotten a couple of thousand dollars. Actually, I think we're pushing $3,000 in donations now. Uh, so I'll tell you all about it in the next podcast. But it's, it's basically appraisers that are going to be helping appraisers. Appraisers that are in need. They've suffered... Um, uh, from a, con- a consequence from a, a hurricane or a f- or flooding or a wildfire out west, or uh, maybe they're just having a personal challenge in their life. Uh, this fund is intended to create relief to try to help our fellow appraisers. And I'm really, really super excited about it. And I'll give you more details on that next week, how you can find out about it, how you can give if you're interested in giving. Uh, But that's for another podcast. Until next time, again, I'm your host, Brian Reynolds. You've been listening to the Appraisal Update Podcast. I hope you're doing well. Please stay safe. Please uh, reach out to someone if you think they need a shoulder. And until next time, happy appraising, guys. Stay safe out there. The Appraisal Update Podcast is brought to you by Appraiser E-Learning.